Welcome back to another episode of Witch Bitch Show Podcast. If you are new here, welcome. I'm your host, Kristen. You can call me witch or you can call me bitch. It really doesn't matter. Just put some respect on that shit. Now, I do have a slight disclaimer, and this will help you decide whether you stay or whether you go. If you are easily offended or faint of heart, bitch, I'm not meant for you. I'm not your reader, your guide, your interpreter, your numerologist, your astrologer, your mentor, your medium, baby. I cannot help you with where you are at on your journey today. That doesn't mean it cannot change and it will not change. I'm okay with that. You have to be. Let me tell you. Welcome back. I hope you guys had an amazing week. Um, uh, my, me, we, bleh, my week was amazing. I got so much shit done. A lot of it was self-care because I honestly was like, fuck everybody. Toward the end of the week, y'all really didn't see me, but that's okay. Um, I hope last week didn't fuck y'all up too bad. And if it did, better luck next time. Um... So this is a new episode from the catalog that I'm going to start doing. Um, And it's to get us ready for the month ahead. So this is going to be what is going on in May. We'll still do the weekly episodes. Don't worry. Uh, So you'll actually get two episodes from me this week. But uh, we're going to do a monthly overview because sometimes y'all bitches will be like, what are you doing? And I'm like, you weren't fucking listening, were you? You weren't listening. So um, I'm going to start doing a monthly episode. And um, I have a I have a co-host with me because uh, we're already starting to get ready for June. And um, if you know, you know, shameless plug, uh, make sure you head over to witchbitchtarot.com or the witchbitchtarot Etsy shop and pick up your May spiritual expansion planner. It is on Notion. It is amazing. Me and my co-host, you'll meet her soon, calm your tits, have put this amazing planner together we put our whole pussies in it um so make sure that you head over to witchbitchstore.com or just click the link in the description box and so you can get your copy and it's 50 percent off until monday so uh get your shit so you can get your shit okay um so now i'm going to uh, y'all also have to bear with me because you know i'm used to it being me the baddest bitch in the room but there's two of us in the room now so I got to share the air so bear with me um I want to introduce you guys to our co-hosts for the monthly episodes that we will be doing aside from our weekly episodes um actually no no you I want you to introduce yourself so say say hi to the people say hi to the people uh, hi guys it's Saturnian soul here and I am so prepared to be joining witch bitch tarot the baddest bitch ever walk in the face of the hey, earth hey, hey. <laughs> 
And we're so prepared for you guys with our Notion template. We really did put all our pussies into this. We did, we worked so hard. Every single week we would meet up and put this planner together for you guys. We put so much information and for the price of it, it's definitely a steal. So yes. you guys definitely need to grab yours before the sale's over. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I also, so also side note, I was like, bro, like we should do, we should do a podcast (laughs) (laughs) so we can get people ready for May. And you were like, bet. Um, Mm -hmm. Tell the people what you do. Cause when I be telling y'all, she be getting, she be, (laughs) tell tell us what you, tell us what you do. So I have my own podcast. It's called Unapologetic Awakening. And basically on that podcast, I talk about, Like, a lot of real, authentic life shit, what everyone goes through. I talk about mental health. I talk about personal growth. I talk about my own journey, basically. Like, the name within itself, like, unapologetic awakening. It's basically, like, my awakening, my spiritual journey, like, everything I've been through. I talk about my personal experience with different things. Um, and kind of just real shit. Like I, in, real in, shit. yeah, real, real shit. Like each episode, I kind of just say what I've been through and then also put in like a little bit of advice. Um, but yeah, I love it so much. Each episode is kind of just like my therapy. I like just doing it and relating to you guys. Cause I feel like a lot of different things people don't like to talk about. People think it's so taboo to talk about mental health and personal growth and it's so corny but i love it so much and yeah so head over to my podcast unapologetic awakening it will be linked in the description box but let me tell you about this bitch real quick okay (laughs) i'm just doing my normal perusing through the interwebs trying to find a new podcast to help me fucking heal even more so i can help y'all heal more and this has podcast literally popped up and i was like is that barbara (laughs) We call each other Barbara. That's for another episode, another story. <laughs> I was like, is that fucking Barbara? And I was like, what? And I was like, let me listen to it. Let me listen. Let me listen. And I listened. And I was like, oh, my God. Well, let me listen to another episode. And I was like, well, maybe I shouldn't tell her that I'm listening because she didn't fucking <laughs> tell me. And then I was like, no, no, no. And I was like, let me listen to another one. And then I was like, I was like, no, I got to tell this girl. I fucking know she has a <laughs> podcast and she didn't tell. This bitch had a podcast since like last year. And I was like, hey, I found your podcast. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> when she told me, I was so like, I was like geeking low key. I was like, oh, <laughs> you saw it? I was like so surprised that you had found it. But yeah, when you told me about it, I was like, oh, when I saw your text, I was so like smiley and I was like, ooh. And I was like, oh my gosh. I was like, just when you think you fucking know somebody, <laughs> just when you think you know somebody, you have no idea, okay? Um. So this episode, also, oh, oh, so how did we meet? Um, there was this bad bitch convention that was taking place. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what are you about to say? <laughs> There was this bad bitch convention that was taking place. We were both there. We were both there. And I was like, you're a bad bitch. I'm a bad bitch. (laughs) We We can be bad bitches bitches together. together. (laughs) And the rest is history. history. Um, We've known each other for, what, seven years? Yeah, it's been a long time. Oh, my God, it's been so long. It's been so long. I remember when I first met Barbara. Barbara was a 
baby. I was a baby. Barbara yeah. was a baby. Was such a baby. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Anyway, <laughs> another episode because we got a lot to get to with for you guys. So in this episode, we're gonna go over um, some major astrolo- astrological, <laughs> some major astrological things that are happening. Am I gonna go over all of the fucking transits and aspects? No, y'all be going ham. Like, oh, you for you, y'all send me emails. I love the emails. First of all, say hi. Don't tell. Don't d- say something. I'm a fucking person. But bitch, there are hundreds of aspects and transits that take place every single week. You really think I'm about to put every single transit and aspect that's happening every week? That's a lot. That is a lot. Okay. So these are just major ones that are, that can affect you. Also, don't forget, it is always going to be best for you to cross-reference it with your chart. We're then going to go over some crystals that are going to be great for the month of May. We love some good crystals. Um, Then we're going to head over to the prompt section. I think for the prompt section, we're mainly going to talk about some shadow work things Mm -hmm. that we can work on for May because, you know, that is Barbara's specialty. Yes, shadow work. I love shadow work so much and that it has me in a (laughs) chokehold because I I be telling people like, do your shadow work, do your shadow work. And everyone's always like, oh, I don't want to bring up past trauma. I'm scared, this, this, that. And I'm just like, no, but like, you need to do it. You you need to do it. So we're going to do that. And then, and then, (laughs) we're actually going to have Barbara pick not me, Barbara, her Barbara. We're <laughs> going to have her pick our card of the month. We will be using Kim Crane's Alchemy deck. Uh, you guys know I love my Kimmy Cranes, and Barbara's actually going to pick the card of the month for us. Ooh. So sit down, shut up, relax. Or if you're driving, because some of y'all be driving, and y'all be like, I'm, I close my eyes when I drive, listen. And I'm like, stop fucking doing that. <laughs> Just get your shit together. Okay, let's get it. So I have a question for you regarding the astrology of (laughs) the way that we just struggled to get this transition. Sorry, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I was trying not to laugh. I was like, I'm being serious. So, um, what do you think are the best days throughout the month of May? for manifesting because i know may is going to be jam-packed when it comes to all the transits but what is going to be or at least the best week to manifest honestly um it's going to be that last week in may like the last two weeks in may the Mm. first two weeks are going to be fucking chaotic tomorrow pluto goes retrograde okay so pluto goes retrograde in aquarius um, and we know that uh, Pluto's only going to be in Aquarius for a little bit longer. Like, I know that Pluto's about to sit in Aquarius for about 21 years, I believe. Um, I, well, actually, I can't remember, but it's a long time. <laughs> it's over 10 years. I can't remember. I did the Pluto episode a while ago. Um, but it's going to be, it's going to sit in Aquarius, but it takes nine months for it to stay stationed in that planet. So it is going to go retrograde in Aquarius right before it enters into Capricorn. So when Pluto is retrograde in Aquarius, it is time to reflect when we're talking about our deepest passions. Ooh. We're talking about our desires, but it's also going to better align us when it comes to those 
pivotal moments in our life. So mm -hmm. tomorrow could be chaotic because we could have this kind of power struggle mm -hmm. that can go on because also Pluto is about power. Um, but it's also very secretive because you like think about all the Scorpios, you know, Oh, yeah. My boyfriend's a Scorpio, so I know. He's mysterious. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, so, like, a, 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 a hello? <laughs> Can you speak? <laughs> um, so, Scorpios are, like, naturally mysterious, mm -hmm. and um, it's not that they want to be. It's just that is its nature, oh, their nature, yeah. right? So, um, it's also going to bring up some issues when we're talking about uh, technology or reform. We could see a lot of shit going on with the government. Um, and the July July's astrology, I know I'm getting ahead of myself, but bitch. Even more, even like better? It's like, or even chaotic? It's even more chaotic oh, because gosh. like, you know, they always say that millionaires don't use astrology but billionaires but do, do mm -hmm. right so that's also something to take into consideration mm -hmm. also we have um the new moon lunar the full moon excuse me is a lunar eclipse so i don't know what bitch told these hoes that they can manifest <laughs> on a full moon but it has it has some of the New wave spiritual girlies in a chokehold. Bro, all over my TikTok. My For You page is like, manifest, manifest, it's the full moon. But then I like looked it up myself and I like did my own research and it's like full moon is like reflect and letting go and releasing. Yes. And then new moon is like new beginnings and like yes. the best time to manifest, right? Yes. Hey. Yes, that okay, is good. correct. So when we're talking about a lunar eclipse, it is extra potent. Is extra powerful. It's like, it's like a full moon took shrooms, right? Mm. And it is also in the sign of Scorpio, which we just oh, talked about gosh. when we're talking about Pluto going retrograde mm. in Aquarius. So when we're talking about the full moon and this lunation, it is going to bring again that energy of power and that energy of transformation. And you're going to want to go, 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 do, do, do. Mm. But you need to sit Thanks, down yeah. and have the most powerful release ever. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So it's like we don't want to bring toward us it, because if we're bringing toward us during this lunation, um, it, it can bring up trust issues. It mm. can bring out our insecurities because all of the energy is working against you yeah. if you're bringing toward you and it's amplified. And mm. Pluto is also retrograde. Okay. So it's so, like it's going to be very hard if you try to manifest. It's, it's just going to be like the opposite. I think I wrote it in the planner. It's like if you try to manifest on this moon, it's like trying to wash your car in the rain while still trying to stay dry. Mm, that makes a lot of sense. Right? Yeah. So like d don't do it. Just don't mm -hmm, do it. Yeah. But again, do what the fuck. Y'all know me. <laughs> do what the fuck you want. I ain't got nothing to do with it. But I it's know. just to make your life easier. Like, you yes. know, just it's yes. the best time to release. And when's that happening again? That's going to be Cinco de Mayo. Hey. <laughs> nice. So okay. then I also want to get into the other transits and, um, oh, if I can open this tab. There we go. I want to get into the other transits and aspects around this full moon because this day is a day... <sighs> This is a pussy popping day. <laughs> I remember we were talking about this and you're like, this day is going to be crazy. Um, I'm not going to go into all of these because, again, this is the monthly overview. So I, I'm just going to 
to dip our toes in. And if you want the full overview, it's going to be in Get the, the template, template. template for you. God, yeah. Um, so we also have Venus, which has recently just entered into Gemini. We'll be sextiling Jupiter Ooh. in Aries. This is go with the, with the full moon. It is going to, this is what's going to bring you that sense that you can conquer the world. It's Ooh. going to bring you this energy of good fortune. If you do not know how to utilize these energies that are going together and kind of creating this rubber band ball i don't i don't think that you need to be working with yeah. It, okay yeah um we then also as soon as the moon enters into scorpio it is going to oppose mercury and taurus this is what is bringing that friction when we have um communications and things like that because mercury is still retrograde and this storm of mercury uh, well mercury is going to stay in its storm longer than ever so you know when people are like it's a shadow period you're still gonna feel the dust from mercury <laughs> so that's actually called the mercury storm so it's like the energy still wrapped around it yeah. like it's like running a race and like as soon as you're done with the race you're not recharged you're not like let's go let's yeah. get it you're like bitch i gotta i gotta, like, I gotta breathe yeah. so that's kind of the energy of mercury's storm it's like we still gotta breathe we still gotta recuperate normally it only mm-hmm. lasts about five days we're gonna be in the storm of mercury until the 24th of may that's a long ass it's a time. very long time mercury goes direct on the 14th but we're still in the storm for 10 more days out so yeah. that's why i'm saying with your original question it's better for us to manifest when we're talking about that second no, not even that second, that third, fourth week out, at least when Mercury starts getting closer to ending or leaving its yeah. storm, okay? okay? So there's that. Hold on. Like, oh we're still gosh. getting there. <laughs> right. And then we have, um, when the moon is still sitting in Scorpius, it's going to, Scorpius, mm, I love it. Uh, Scorpius? <laughs> it's going to be concoct with Chiron and Aries. Chiron is our wounded healer, but we know that Aries has that fiery energy of mm-hmm. the warrior. So... Um, it, it can create this discomfort between your emotional needs and your wounds. Mm. So again, are we going to really manifest or want to manifest if we are having this emotional struggle and we're mm. also seeing some old wounds being open? Mm. Yeah. Like, bitch, do you really want to fucking... That's why I'd be like, what the... Who the fuck is telling these bitches this stuff? <laughs> it, it, does that mean that like right now during this... T- 1111. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey. Um, so do you, so since you said you were talking about the shadow period, like before and after, is there a shadow period before too? For sure. Because I feel like, like literally yesterday, like I felt like a lot of my old wounds, like in my past that I haven't seen in years, they're coming back up and I'm being faced with them again. And I was like, what the hell? Like, for like, sure. So when we talk about like the, especially the eclipse and the lunation, um, yes, we start seeing these transits and these aspects take place. But uh, again, like it, it can take, it can be three days in, three days out. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, you know, when people are like, oh, you can still work with the moon the day after the day before. Because yeah. some bitches be like, I gotta do it on, yeah, the, like, on the day of, yeah. Like, no, like think about charging your phone. How long can you go with your phone charged? Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Think about when we charge our crystals during these lunations. How long can we go working with them before we're like, all right, I'm going to give you a breath, breath. Thank you for your energy. I'm going to recharge mm-hmm. you again, right? So I, I'm sorry. I love when you say like examples like that, like analogies. Uh, 
like think about when you do this or like think about like your phone or like I love when you use examples like that because it makes sense or like the car wash example you're like I, I'm I like I eat it up because I'm like oh my gosh it makes so much more sense when I think about it that way yeah well you know I think that's one thing that I pride myself in we're gonna have a little segue <laughs> I think that's what I pride myself in is um a lot of people like to overcomplicate shit, mm-hmm. especially when we're talking about things that have to do with our day-to-day life and how these transits and aspects in astrology can affect us. People yeah. are like, oh, well, you have to do blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> and even when I started diving in and like, I am no like astrologer by any means. Like, mm-hmm. bitch, I'm just with the shits, right? Mm-hmm. I-, I know something about something, but it's like, why, why do we have to make it so complicated? Yeah. Like, if this transit is literally like, don't fucking go wash your yeah. car in the rain. <laughs> don't do Don't fucking it, do yeah. it. Like, it Simplicity doesn't... Simplicity is really key. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like, uh, it doesn't matter if you know what Aries and Chiron mm-hmm. and the storm is sextiling and yeah. da-da-da-da. Like, look, long story short, imagine this, yeah. right? It so, makes it so much easier in my head, too. And I feel like sometimes people need examples like that because then they're like, Oh, because like imagine your ass outside going yeah. and washing your fucking car. And, and it's like it's like true. Like why would you do it during that time if it's not a good time? Obviously, you're gonna wait for a better day. You know, you're gonna you're gonna wait for a better day. <laughs> exactly. Yes. It makes so much more sense. Yes. I love that. I love my, that. My pleasure. <laughs> okay, getting back to it. Um, so then we also have the moon opposing Uranus and oh, eleven, eleven oh! again. <laughs> We had a roll today. We had a roll today. <laughs> so then we also have the moon in Scorpio op- that is going to be opposing Uranus and Taurus. Okay. Um, again, these transits are amplifying our emotions. Mm, so this is like the perfect time for, for like shadow for work. Shadow we're work. doing these oh. immense releases. Yes. Uh, it, it is. It is the exact time, and that's why I'm saying this is not... Do what the fuck you want, bitch. Mm. <laughs> but this is not a this time. Is not a time. Mm. This is not a time. And then to finish off, we have the moon in Scorpio will be trining Mars and Cancer. Um, again, this, this is going to kind of have us wanting to enrich our relationships, but you have to be able to get through those tough conversations. Mm -hmm. So if you're struggling and you're feeling the energy of all of this and you're like, but I want, I want a deeper connection. I want to make it more. (laughs) Sit your ass down. Just wait a second. Um, You could be feeling the energies of being emotional and like, yes, you could feel these energies of being confident, but are you also being logical? Mm. Um, like we could we can talk about all of this you know and on any given day but like at the same time like are we being logical Mm, okay um and um with this lunation you guys make sure you check out the full moon episode that i will be oh y'all are getting three episodes from me this week my god back to back to back back to back to back um make sure you check out the full moon episode i will be talking about it or the lunar eclipse episode excuse me i'll be talking about it um because again like barbara said like this is a time to really connect with your shadow self okay um okay moving on moving on let's get it so then um in that second week um 
we have the sun another transit that i like it's going to be on may the 9th um we have a transit with the sun in taurus mm -hmm. that is conjunct with Uranus and we know when it's conjunct a lot of people are like well what is it conjunct with if something is conjunct if the Sun and Taurus is conjunct mm -hmm. with any planet that means that it's sitting in the same sign so like you can't mm -hmm. have like the Sun and Taurus conjunct with Uranus in Aries that that's mm, not that, that doesn't yeah. have that's not real mm -hmm. right so when we say that it's conjunct with Uranus we know that Uranus is also sitting in Taurus we have a lot mm -hmm. of Tor Torian 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 energy Torian 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 We'll figure it out. We'll get back to you. <laughs> um, but there's a lot of planets that are sitting in the sign of Taurus right now. Uh, this transit, I like especially in the second week because, you know, I love a little bit of chaos. So it's, <laughs> it's going to bring a lot of unpredictable energy. Um, and you're going to want to react. But mm. it's one of those it's one of those moments that's like, okay, you just released last week. And now you're going to be tested. Testing you. So expect the unexpected. So expect the unexpected and don't pop off. And don't. Mm. So this, I, I love this transit because it is, excuse me, this aspect because it's really going to challenge the work mm. that you did the week before. So week one is like, all right, like do the work, inner yes. work. Week two is like, okay, let's test you out a little bit and see how you're doing. Like see how you're progressing yes mm, yes okay. i'm not gonna go into all of week two um i'm not gonna go into all of week two but another transit that i like is when the moon can join saturn in pisces um again this is going to be very emotional but you're also going to have this energy of restriction mm -hmm. okay. what does that mean you know that you need to cry and you want to cry mm. and you're ready to cry. But every time you go into the bathroom, somebody's in there and they're like, I'm taking a shit. Give me five minutes. And you're like, mm, okay. Right. But um, it, it's also going to, it's also going to better align you with your disciplines, mm, right? Yeah. Your disciplines, the structure, your responsibilities, um, even your intuition. It, it's like, why are you not vulnerable enough to cry where you're at? Why are you not um, why are you not comfortable and confident in expressing your emotions to cry where you're at? Mm. Right? I love so that. week two is like it's a it's one of those like it's it's gonna be a challenge and I love it. Um, that's just a little overview of that. And then we see Mercury go direct. This really doesn't it really doesn't do anything because we're still in the store in the thing, for yeah. 10 more days. What does it mean when um, Mercury goes direct? So it's no longer retrograde. Oh. Right? Okay. So when a planet goes direct, it means that it is no longer retrograde. And um, the energy kind of flips itself back around. But mm. again, like it's it takes a second that. for mm. it to flip back around. Yeah. Right. So we could have already we've already been feeling the energy of um, Pluto going retrograde. Um, but it, it, this is a good time to start picking up the things that we 
put on the back burner mm-hmm. at the beginning of Mercury Re- Retrograde. Ooh. You know, when everybody's like, okay, Mercury Retrograde's coming up, like, hide your kids, hide, hide your wife. <laughs> so now it's like, mm-hmm. y'all, it's safe to come out, but we still got to tread lightly. Yeah. Um, so this is a good time on the 14th toward the end of that week. Um, mind you, around Mother's Day to pick up the things that we kind of put on the back burner Uh when we were talking Mercury retrograde about four weeks ago, three, four weeks ago. Okay. okay. Um, in the third week, we have the new moon in Taurus. We love to see mm. it. We love to see it. So um, is this like kind of like picking back up? Like since it's a new moon, it's like new beginnings or is it still like, yeah. is it still like um, since it is still like in that retrograde period, do you feel like it's like, Releasing, but then also starting something new? Like, how does that work? So, retrograde. So, the new moon, yes and no. And let me say, (laughs) yes and no. Because we see the new moon in Taurus before Mercury exits its storm. However, this new moon in Taurus is a great time to bring toward us financial abundance. Ooh, you know I like me some money as a Capricorn. <laughs> you know I like me some money. So it's a great oh, time oh, to bring toward us financial abundance. Mm, and yeah. um, it, it's a great tor- uh, blah, 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 a great time for us to bring toward us um, that stability and that structure and really realigning with the disciplines um, from the weeks prior and what we're releasing. Remember, mm-hmm. we have to empty the vessel yeah. in order so, to fill it back yeah. up. Mm-hmm. So that's another way to remember new moon, full moon. Yeah. And a full moon, you're full. You got to release it. Oh, that's A true. new moon, it's you feel you it's fill new, it up. Yeah. It's new. It's empty. Oh, it's nice, clean glass. I love right? that. I didn't even think of that. That's yeah, true. That's yeah, a good yeah, way yeah. to remember it. Okay. Um, and because it is in that earth, that very grounding earth sign of Taurus, <laughs> my God, uh, <laughs> it's really going to, it's going to have um, also a play on our physical environment as well. Mm. So be aware and be more conscious and cautious of the places that you put yourself mm. emotionally, mentally, physically, right? Okay. Um, so okay okay so then we also have jupiter entering into taurus i know i was i had to lean back on that (laughs) i had to lean back on that one before the new moon takes place jupiter is entering into taurus this even in the planner i made it red because this transit can set you up for success through the end of the fucking year even into next year Ooh, really even into next year tell me what i do need to do (laughs) for this so we know that jupiter is the planet of expansion Mm -hmm. growth abundance Abundance. Mm -hmm. taurus is the sign of expansion growth Mm. abundance stability When Jupiter is in here during this transit, yes, we need to be practical and we need to remain focused, but what a fucking time to be alive. Really? Mm. This is also a great time to manifest your ovaries, your dick, your balls, your Mm. them, theys, whatever the fuck you want to call. This is the time. This is the fucking time, okay? And that's going to be taking place on the 16th of May. 16th, okay. Yes. Um, It's going to to guide us to do activities that are going to bring us closer and even bring us 
more comfort and pleasure Ooh. when it comes to the stability and the finances. Ooh, hey, I'm excited for that week. I know, right? <laughs> so I'm that's, I'm probably, that's probably my favorite transit of the entire mm-hmm. month of May. Ooh, okay. Of the entire month of May. So basically, just a recap. So week one is basically like reflecting, like doing your work, letting all that shit out. Yes. Week two, you'll be tested. Yes. The universe will be like, okay, are you like put money where your mouth is, like, yes. you know? And then week three is like, okay, like now we're, you're being rewarded with energy to help you manifest. Yes, nice. And okay, and in week three, we see the sun enter Gemini. Ooh. So we're going into Gemini uh, season Gemini. with all of this Taurian and Taurus nerners. Torian energy. Another transit that I think, um, another aspect, excuse me, that I think we should be looking out for in that third week is when the sun, it, it happens within hours, okay? So <laughs> stick with me. When we see the sun in Gemini, it's going to trine Pluto in Aquarius. But remember... Pluto is retrograde. Mm. Okay. So you will have this experience of empowerment and transformation. And you'll literally be like, I know who the fuck I am. Show them who you are. <laughs> right? um, but you're going to you're going to second guess the fuck out of yourself mm. because of Pluto being if Pluto was not retrograde mm. it would be like bam 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 so you'll basically feel like empowered and then you'll be like I'm that bitch and then you'll be like but am I that bitch yes mm. don't don't let don't let your intrusive thoughts win mm. with this transit okay okay um do it. Just fucking do it. Just fucking do it. <laughs> um, and then the last week is dry as fuck. If we're being <laughs> it's like boom, boom, boom. And then it's like, yeah, the last week is just dry as fuck. Like I legit only have like a few things for the whole week because I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like it, it's dry. It's very, very dry. Like I think I only put five, one, two, three, four, five. I only put five transits and aspects in here. Um, if I had to pick one <laughs> out of the dry of the five, of the dry of the five, um, I would probably say Venus and Cancer squaring Chiron and Aries. Okay, um, this it's going to be challenging. This aspect is going to be challenging. Um, because you're going to feel very vulnerable and insecure after second guessing yourself the week before. Um, and not just within yourself, but within your relationships. Mm. Okay. Because remember, we're talking about the wounded warrior right now. Yeah. Um, don't be triggered. Don't let your emotions trigger you with this mm. aspect. So you yeah. could feel, uh, excuse me, this transit, you could feel very triggered mm. during this. Don't, don't, don't get got. Don't get got. Okay. okay. So overall, months juicy. Month is juicy. May is juicy. Yeah. June and July are like even more juicier. July, when I tell you, I'm gonna be foaming at the fucking mouth. Really? Okay, just a sneak peek. What's like your favorite? Okay, so in July, <laughs> I'm gonna move the mic closer to me. So in July, especially with what's going on with the economy and Fed now and everything, mm. let me turn to my pages. <laughs> ASMR. ASMR. 
let me turn to my pages so not only let me see let me see where's it at not only is fed now right we know that fed now is going to take over the entire banking industry mm -hmm. financial structure yeah. constitute institute whatever the fuck right it's getting released on a saturday a non-business day they're launching it on the first of july the first of july um the sun is conjunct with mercury okay um the day before neptune actually goes retrograde and um there's almost 30 transits that are taking transits and aspects that are taking place on this day now now stick with me right not only is the 4th of July that Tuesday, but we also have a full moon that Monday after they release on a non-business day. Mm. That's just a sneak peek. Oh, it does it. That's oh just a God. sneak peek. So I've already been digging into it and I'm just like, they know what the fuck they're they doing. They know what the fuck they're doing. And this is why I say millionaires don't use astrology. Billionaires, billionaires do because they know they, they fucking know. know um and not just that like there's one i'm not even going to tell you right now but there's one major aspect that has to do i mean transit an aspect that has to do that has to do with saturn and i'm like you fucking knew it's crazy because astrology is literally a cheat sheet to life like it a is. cheat code it is to life and like it's crazy that like I know a lot of people are like, oh, that's that woo-woo stuff or that's that, like, you know, hippie stuff or whatever, like, you know, spiritual shit. And I'm just like, it's literally the cheat code. Like, like you reading all this breakdown week by week, it's like, if you work with it, your life is going to be so easy. If you know that you're yes. about to be emotional as fuck and squirp with everybody, don't you think you would prepare yes. for that? You would prepare so much better. And then if you know that it's a better time to manifest, your manifestations are going to be coming in left and right easier. So it's like, why would your dumbass not yeah, listen to I, astrology, I astrology, right? So all in all, this month, get your shit together. Don't fuck around. And um, don't let your pussy get dry. We were just rudely interrupted and had to redo this segment. <laughs> we're doing a crystals. <laughs> Barbara picked her favorite crystal. I picked my favorite crystal from the list. Remember, you use any fucking crystal you want, bitch. Like, I'm not the crystal using police, okay? <laughs> use any crystal that you want. Shameless plug, Crystal Pisces Studio. Make sure you head over. The link will be in the description box below. Amazing crystals, amazing energy. Every Thursday, she has a live auction on Instagram where you can buy your crystals. She also does Tumble Tuesdays where they are buy one Buy two, get one free. Mm. Yeah, so I chose emerald from the list. Uh, what did you choose? I chose moss agate. Moss agate. Agate. Agate? Ooh. No, don't say it like that. Oh, I was about to say that. <laughs> Trisha, Trisha Paytas says it like that. She's agate. Like, she's like, oh, I have agate. And everybody's like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Masa agate. Agate. Ooh, yeah. I like that. Moss agate. agate. Okay. Um, so I chose Emerald, not just because it is the birthstone of May, but I fucking love Emerald. I want a mm. Colombian Emerald Ooh. for um, my wedding ring. Ooh, mm. a Colombian Emerald. Have you seen? No. Girl, look it up while Col I start talking about Colombian it. Emerald. And a Colombian Emerald. I went to the Emerald Mine when I was in Colombia. Oh, my God. When did you go to Colombia? 
Girl, I, you know I be trotting the I, globe. You just be traveling. <laughs> like the other day, you told me you you went to Hawaii. I was like, girl, when did you go to Hawaii? Yeah, girl, I was in Hawaii for like, like a week and some days. Like, you be traveling, traveling. I be on the move. Yeah. I be telling y'all, <laughs> I'm not about to sit here and stay in fucking Houston, Texas. God damn. You see it? Compared to a regular emerald, it is like in like they are a little bit more expensive, but they are more rare and they are amazing. Um, so that's the wedding ring beautiful. that I want. Beautiful. Yes, a Colombian emerald. But oh, that's so beautiful. We're just gonna talk about regular emerald today. <laughs> <laughs> um, so um, emerald is great for your heart chakra. It's great for love, relationships, opportunity, intuition, meditation, physical healing, purification, relaxation, stress relief, abundance. Um, it represents the planet Venus. Uh, zodiac sign uh, Taurus, the Gemini, and Aries it is of the element water. The color is green, light green, dark green. It is the number four. Um, and on the hardness scale, it is between a five and an eight. So it is on the medium softer side, um, but rightfully so when you can be a bad bitch like that. <laughs> so emerald is a green form of uh barreling that crystallizes in the form of masses in prismatic and prismatic crystals this stone was at one point named smargladagarsis mm -hmm, which <laughs> translates to emerald uh the word emerald translates to green stone how creative Ooh. how creative <laughs> The finest emeralds of the world. Ooh, oh my God, I just said this. The finest emeralds the world has ever seen comes from the beautiful country of Colombia. Hey. I literally just said that. Um, emeralds from this locality contain some of the purest chromomom, vandamomomom, pigment um, inclusions that give the gem the deep green glow. You can also find emeralds commonly in Brazil, Russia, Africa, Egypt, and Australia. Ooh. We all know about the Emerald Templates of Toth. Do you know? Mm -mm. Okay, so the Emerald Templates of Toth is an alchemical book um, that believes uh, that is believed to contain all of God's stones or the or the oldest stones um, that unlock the secret knowledge and power. Ooh. Like I'm trying to get it. <laughs> I'm trying to get it. Ooh, um, I like that. So, Is that why you want it? Uh, maybe. <laughs> um, but it's great for free-flowing energy, and it directly empowers you at your heart center. Um, it, it harnesses your true emotional body. So Ooh. when we're talking about those transits and aspects, yeah, babe. That's like the perfect yeah. crystal for And that. it is on the, it is a little bit on the pricier side. Mm. Um, do I have any emeralds that I work with? No. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> no. But we have to live in the delusion mm. to attain the life that we romanticize. Exactly. Yes. Um, but overall, um, it's great for mind, body, soul, heart. And um, it helps when we talk about your insecurities and weaknesses that you feel Ooh. within yourself. Yeah. So it helps you, like, basically feel more confident in that sense. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Like but that. it's a little bit more pure because, mm -hmm. you know, like, crystals represent, like, we, 
often see like when we're using crystals like those colors you're like damn that literally matches the same color as the heart chakra so like a lot of times your crystals like again like i'm not saying that the colors don't always match up so like Pipe the fuck down, everybody. <laughs> and I'm be like, oh, but what about that? And I'm like, shut the fuck up. Like, <laughs> like I'm just talking about this one specifically. I'm talking about right this now. one specifically right now. Um, but we'll see often how uh, the crystal color will kind of match that vibration of that chakra it's aligned oh. with. Yeah. Oh, so we'll see a that. lot of heart chakra crystals, mm. um, a lot of crown chakra crystals, mm. uh, a lot of third eye crystals Crystals. for this month Mm -hmm. also i put some root uh some root crystals in there because we need to stay grounded especially with this taurus energy taurus we need to look (laughs) it up what the real thing is taurian 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 well, that's boring. That is. Uh, I, I like weird. ours better. Yeah. <laughs> we should just make it a yeah, 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 I like ours better. Okay. Um, What crystal did you pick? Okay, Barbara. So I picked... Wait a second. I don't mean to cut you off. But, like, when it comes to romanticizing... It, I forgot to say this. That's why I was like, I don't mean to cut <laughs> When it comes to re- romanticizing your life, you have to be a little bit delusional. And mm. I, I think that... Um, it's like you said it earlier you're like oh my god this is the aesthetic that i want like this is such a bomb aesthetic and i'm like i know like i would always be like damn i want to do things like that and i have the resources to do it everybody has the resources to do it so Mm -hmm. if you're romanticizing it how are you bringing it into light right Mm. it's like something as like as simple as yes rt like these little cups Mm -hmm. are like a dollar yes you guys i literally walked in for this podcast episode (laughs) and barbara was like oh you want some tea and i'm like yeah of course so i'm thinking it's just like a tea mug because that's all i do is right i just use a regular ass tea mug and i came in and she had this whole setup it literally looks so aesthetic like straight out of like a catalog and it was so beautiful it's like this honeycomb and if oranges and like a whole tea oh my god it looks so beautiful and i was like wow this is so beautiful like i wish i could do this she's like why can't you like you need to start romanticizing your life and i'm like that's so true because now i feel like i'm literally living my dream life right now like i literally feel like the energy of me living my dream life in this current present moment and i feel like you can do that at any time yeah and it's about being grounded it's about being open Mm -hmm. you know what i mean it's like why am i going to sit down and romanticize that i can have some great tea when i have all of the utensils utensils, and tools will it take some extra energy to get everything set up sure but like it's an exchange like it was worth the energy that Mm -hmm. i put in and um, it's going to be reciprocated right back to you. It's going to be reciprocated right back to you. And I think once, like, I was like, oh, this, like, when you were like, oh, my God, I love it. I was like, oh, this. But I think it's because I'm so used to, used to putting myself in the life that I want, mm. that it was just, it, it was second nature. nature yeah. And to me, I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I was like, thank you so much for setting this up for me. I felt so grateful and honored. <laughs> what, I was like, girl, I did this for me. <laughs> I know. I was over here like, oh, my God, I'm so, I feel so honored. 
I'm like, this really feels like tea time. Like, you know how, like, growing up, they're always like, oh, let's do tea time. Like, this literally feels like the perfect setup for tea time, and I yeah. love it so much. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but that's um, when we're talking about, like, our heart chakra. Like, those are the things that help us. That's all I wanted to add. Yeah. That, that's all I wanted to add. Yeah, yeah no, I love that. <laughs> um, okay, so now you go. Okay, so the crystal that I chose was Moss Agate. 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 Moss agate. And it's a crystal that's associated with energies of growth, renewal, and grounding. And it also has healing properties. And I think this was the perfect crystal to choose for the month of May because it encourages growth and abundance in all areas. And then on top of that, it promotes feelings of stability and security, enhancing emotional and mental, mental clarity, which I think is perfect, especially for May since it's going to be like very chaotic and like yeah. a lot of reflecting and like releasing. Yeah. So I feel like this crystal will help you release everything and then at the end of the month it's like a win-win because it like helps you release and then at the same time it helps you with abundance too so it's like you can't lose and um i just pulled this up uh this is one of those double hitters and mm -hmm. i call them double hitters because i like the i ch i often choose crystals that will hit multiple chakras mm. but not chakras that are together Ooh. so like i like crystals that's why flower agate is one of mm. my favorite crystals because it hits the third eye and the crown but it also hits your root chakra Ooh. so it's like up and, and top, bottom, up and top and bottom right so moss agate is also mm -hmm. one of those so it's heart and root chakra Ooh. so it's gonna ground you but like you said yeah. it's also going to bring you that abundance oh my God, and so that openness so that if you you're looking for a crystal for this month yeah. that's the one for you yeah um it is on the it is on the softer side um and it's just because like a lot there's a lot of druzy pockets like these are druzy pockets mm. so like if you get a free form um those are there's some druzies in moss agate um so that's what makes it on the softer side but like obviously like up here it's yeah. oh, asmr <laughs> <It's, laughs> it'll be like hard right mm -hmm. um oh what crystal are y'all gonna choose for this month Okay, so for the month of May, like now that we know everything that's going on in the sky, mm -hmm. we know what crystals to use to help us with everything that's going on with the sky. Mm -hmm. What are some questions that someone could work on or I could work on or that you are going to be working on in the month of May to help you like get your fucking life together? Like... Okay, perfect. I, I need I need mm -hmm. the tea. I need the tea. Yes. So are you looking for specific shadow work questions? Yeah. Okay. So shadow work questions, I always tell people that, yes, you can look at like a variety of shadow work questions, but it's going to be based on you. And shadow work questions, like to find a good shadow work question, you have to first look at what your personal triggers are, what your personal things that you need to work on what something that maybe you don't even notice that subconsciously is happening to you um so basically what i like to do is i like to figure out my triggers first i like to figure out like okay where do i need to work on like am i do i need to work on my insecurities do i need to work on my abandonment issues do i need to work on 
maybe substance abuse like what do i need to work on and then from there i kind of dig deep into like shadow work questions okay so this month if i am if i want to better help myself when we're talking about emotional and spiritual growth without a specific trigger just generally speaking what what is something that you suggest Mm, I would definitely suggest for emotional and physical growth I would start with mm, I would definitely start with what painful memories or emotions do you tend to avoid because i feel like a lot of people have a lot of and we were talking about this the other day too we were talking about painful memories especially because a lot of people tend to ignore their past and ignore like what they've been through and trauma because they think like okay since i've been through it obviously like i don't want to think about it anymore i'd rather just suppress it in my brain and forget it even happened but the thing with trauma is that trauma stays stored in the body and that's why chakras and all that stuff is so important because that really gets to like the core of the issue but if you suppress all that trauma even if you suppress it and even if you don't think it's making a difference it does and it will show up in your limitations. It will show up in your limiting beliefs. It'll show up in your blockages. It won't let, allow you to manifest your dream life because you have so much stored in you. Just like we were talking about the full moon, like there's so much in you that you need to release. That's the same thing with trauma. There's so much trauma stored inside you that how are you like if you're manifesting your dream life, how do you think your dream life is going to? happen if you have all this trauma stored in you and you have no space to allow new to come in so once you really dig deep and heal all that trauma then you'll allow new to come in and you'll have all this space for you know new to come in and finally be able to manifest your dream life i think that's correct um may i ask though can you repeat the question because i was like mesmerized by your face yeah. like, <laughs> like the way that you were talking like the way that she just right. like zoned I, in I, to like I, I, pour her everything I, into answering that i was like so I, can you repeat the question i was like oh my god I, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry i just get into it bro i'm so passionate about this like can you repeat I, the question yes. like i heard I, what you were saying and i was just like yeah you were like ooh. i saw your I, you were giving me like a stink face you're like ooh. but i was like yeah like but repeat the, repeat the yeah. question <laughs> so the question is what painful memories and emotions do you tend to avoid and then another little mini question along with that one could be mm. who and what caused them mm. i always that's something that i ask in my mentorship program so often mm-hmm. i'm legit they're like i don't know where I, I i don't know why this is and i'm like well where did you learn it from mm. and they always give me the person yeah and i'm like so you're sleeping with the enemy yes mm-hmm. and i think that a lot of people aren't willing to acknowledge mm-hmm. where we got the trauma yes. where we got the trigger from yes. one thing that i always like to tell people is like okay 
why are you trying to heal the trauma? Like, heal the trigger. Mm-hmm. Like, the trauma is going to be there. The trauma yeah. is a memory. That's mm-hmm. like you trying to erase your memory. So, if anything, like, you're making it, you're, yeah, it's worse. Exactly. Stop healing the trauma or trying to heal the trauma. Heal the, the trigger. trigger. Mm-hmm. Oh. Because the trigger puts you back in that place of that trauma. The memory itself, it's a memory. It's always going to be there, but, and you can't change it. It's like, you know, it's already happened. You can't change it. But what you can change is when you get triggered by it. And once you change that, if it arises again, like let's say you're triggered by, like you just have like a trigger for something. And let's say if that trigger comes up in your reality or you're faced with that trigger again, like let's say the universe is testing you and shows you that same thing again to see if you've like evolved from it. Once you've healed that trigger, you won't, it won't, cause you the same effect that it would if you hadn't healed it like let's say for an example if you're faced with the trigger and you're not healed from it you're gonna feel as if you're reliving it all over again Mm -hmm. like you're gonna feel Mm -hmm. like you're reliving the trauma all over again and then you're gonna feel it in your body you're gonna feel the emotions you're gonna feel and then at that point once again you're not gonna be living in the present moment you're gonna be living in your past and you're not gonna be living you're gonna be literally just repeating the memory over and over again so that's why it's so important to like Barbara said, heal the trigger because once you heal the trigger, once you're faced with it again, you'll be like, bitch, like, you'll be like, like anyway, anyways, <laughs> like, I already healed from this. Like, this doesn't even matter to me anymore. And your body, especially your body, because our bodies are our biggest indicators on, like, you know, how we feel. So, literally, like, your body won't even react to it anymore. Like, there's so many triggers that I've healed from now where before my body would literally, like, I, I would gag basically from like feeling all these emotions. I would feel anxious. I would feel like my heart would start beating. But now when I'm faced with the same trigger, my body is so calm and I'm at ease and I'm at peace because I'm like, this doesn't affect me anymore. I think it's super important to listen. And we were having this conversation the other day, right? Uh, we were wrapping up the planner, all of the um, final T's and I's of the planner. And we were having lunch and we were just bumping our gums. And we were both like, oh my God, I love it when you're doing shadow work and you just get a good cry and you can't breathe and then you grab for that cold water. And it's just so refreshing. It is. If you hold on to all of that, like think about how relieving that was to finally release it. Think about if you're holding on to all of that. Mm -hmm. It's so, and it stores in your body. And then once you finally release it, it truly feels so good. And I know some people don't like it. Some people don't like feeling that many emotions or feeling that much energy, but it feels so good. I have a friend that is always, their body is always going through something. And every time they're like, oh, this hurts, that hurts. I need to go and get this and that. I'm always like, okay, do you see the correlation between what's going on in your regular life, your day-to-day emotionally, and the pains in your body? Mm. And they're like, no, 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 no. And I'm like, you need to do some shadow work. Yes. No, <laughs> like, like you literally like, need to you do, need to, do, you some, need to do, do some, some shadow, shadow work. work. Like, mm-hmm. um, our Barbara Setti, our 
our body will always tell us. It will. It will. Like your body will literally tell you everything you need to know. It's like intuition. It's like your body is your biggest, oh my gosh, it's like your biggest indicator. Like think about like when you walk into a room and you can feel like not even you, like your mind will, will be wandering. But if you walk into your room, you can literally feel, your body will feel if the energy is a good energy, a bad energy. Like if you, or like let's say for an example, like if you're in a fight or flight mode, your body will literally tell you like okay we need we're in fight or flight right now like we need to like be on our shit we need to keep all our eyes open you know or like when you're scared and your body will literally react to like being scared and your heart will start start beating like all of these indicators help you realize what you need to do like your body literally tells you exactly what you need to know and that's on your ass if you don't mm-hmm. listen Facts. like that's mm-hmm. on you bitch um, what's another question? I want another one. I want another um, one. Okay, let me think. Just another random one. I think one of my favorite ones is write a letter to the person that hurt you the most. And like in this letter, it, and I feel like that's within itself, like write a letter to the person that hurt you the most and tell them what you wish you never got to tell them to their face, basically. Oh. And that is such a freaking good question because I feel like... And that's really good for this love. Yes, yes. yes. Because I feel like I that was one of my first shadow work questions I've ever did. And I feel like within that letter, it was like a five-page essay, mind you. Like It was like so long, and it was like... You just realize that there's so much like left unsaid to like the people that hurt you and like you don't realize how much that like shit stays stored and like when I finally let it out in a letter even though obviously like I'm not going to give the person the letter but it felt so good to finally like be heard but like to myself, you know, like mm-hmm, finally mm-hmm. let it out and like say like, okay, this is what I wanted to tell you. And like I reread it after I did the shadow work question, I reread it back. And that's another tip too. Like when you're doing shadow work, when you're writing it, don't reread it when you're writing. Like just fucking write it. Like whatever comes to your mind, write it down on the piece of paper. Don't think about it too much. There's no right or wrong way to shadow work. I know a lot of people have the misconception. They always ask me questions like, well, do I need to do it long? Does it need to be short? Like they have all these extra questions. I'm like, you're you're overcomplicating it. Like simplicity is key. Literally, like just write. Like it can be literally, long. literally, <laughs> <laughs> literally just write. Like it can be long, short. Like it, it's up to you. Everything's personalized to you. So. That's definitely something I tell people. And, like, don't read back. Like, just keep on writing. And then once you're done writing, read it back. Because when you're writing it, you don't realize it. But when you're writing it, it's not you in this moment who's writing it. It's the version of you that was in that state writing it. Yes, that was hurt, traumatized. And, like, it could be, like, uh, that version. Or it could be your inner child coming out. It can be, like that like traumatized version coming out and it's not you right now who's writing it so when you're writing it that that part of you is coming forward and i feel like you need to uh, you need to allow yourself to open up that space for that version to be seen and i feel like after you write everything i like to read it back and be like ooh 
Like, and I don't, sometimes I even like read it back and I'm like, damn, I didn't even know I wrote that because like, it's so subconscious. And like, sometimes you don't even realize that like, there's so much subconscious memories that will come onto the, like, you know, to the paper where I'm like, oh my God, I didn't even like remember this. And then I was like, oh shit, like I wrote that. But like, it's when I read it back, it's kind of like I'm giving myself space to like be vulnerable and be open with myself. And I kind of just have a conversation with myself after I read it back and I'm just like, damn bitch, like you really went through that shit. Like, I'm so sorry you went through that shit. And I kind of like just apologize to myself and say like, like give myself empathy because I feel like a lot of times we never give ourselves empathy. We're so hard on us ourselves and we're like our biggest enemy and we're always like, you know, like we we always go through shit. A lot of times like we go through shit and we just keep it moving, you know? Mm-hmm. Like we keep mm-hmm. life moving. We we go all about our days and we just don't give ourselves the space to be open and vulnerable to ourselves. So I feel like that's why it's so good after you do the shadow work prompt to read it back and kind of just have a conversation with yourself and you're like damn bitch like you really went through that shit like i'm so sorry you went through that and then like it's kind of like the other i don't know i feel like it's kind of like two versions in my head during shadow work i don't know god damn barbara excuse me y'all are you okay? I literally remember at the beginning of the podcast, I was like, we only <laughs> edit like, if I choke or if we choke or something. I don't even think I'm going to edit I that know. out. <laughs> You're like, I'll pause it if I'm choking. And I'm like, no. <laughs> um, I was going to say, I have a comment and I have a question. <laughs> so my comment is not only like apologizing to self, but also thinking and having gratitude. Mm-hmm. Because for me, um, it, it's, it was the gra- it's a lot of the gratitude part. Yes. I'm always like, thank you for going through, through that. Mm-hmm. Thank you for putting me in this position to help heal you. Thank you mm-hmm. for aligning me with this version of myself that I am today to be yeah. able to help you heal. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, I don't think about it. and I, I don't thank myself enough, even though I do it already. Those versions that we're trying to heal, because at the end of the day, like, that bitch got you where you're yeah, at. For real. Like mm-hmm. I always think about that. I'm like, that bitch was like that version of me yeah, was crazy as fuck. Yes. But like, thank you, girl. Thank you. Because it couldn't be me. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I always think that it too. couldn't I'm be like, me. Damn, it couldn't be me. But like, she went through that. She shit. went through that. Mm-hmm. And like, good for her. Good and for I'm her. grateful for her. <laughs> and I'm thankful for her. Because bitch, it couldn't be me. Yes, <laughs> like, I literally think that. So I think that's also. Um, I think that's also important is to have that gratitude mm-hmm. like you said that gratitude yeah. that empathy mm-hmm. um and just being like yo i'm sorry you went through mm-hmm. that because again it, it, it couldn't be it, it couldn't be me bro um and then the question that i have is what do you do after it what do i do after work shadow work okay well so. no, no no what do you do with the letter after you write it after i write it mm-hmm. so i have a shadow work um like a journal Mm -hmm. so i just like keep it all in one journal and um i don't really do much after like with the like with the thing but i know you're gonna be like (laughs) give me your witchy like (laughs) tips and you're like burn it (laughs) that's exactly it Uh burn it i'll show you when we go out there there i have like a whole little thing out there where i burn all my stuff really burn it let the universe have that shit let the universe take it let oh it God. turn into soil. Let it Ooh. be part of the trees. I'm gonna start doing Let that. Let it be. I'm gonna in have the like wind. a little little ritual night where I just burn all my fucking shadow yes, Burn it. I write my gratitudes every week, mm. every day, 
every week I write 10 gratitudes when I mm-hmm. wake up or sometimes not when I wake up because bitch I'll be like I'll do that shit I'll be thankful for these 10 things uh, later, later. <laughs> <laughs> I got it I got shit to do but every day I write my 10 gratitudes mm-hmm. and then I read them back I say thank you thank you thank you mm-hmm. on Sunday tonight right I go out back mm-hmm. and I burn them oh my god let the I universe have that. them let them become trees let them become flowers mm-hmm. Let that energy be transmuted, right? Mm. Release that shit. I'm definitely gonna start. It's doing like that. um, yeah. it's like busting a nut after busting a nut. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And like you'll even feel the. You'll be like, <gasps> <laughs> you'll fucking ascend. You'll, you'll be like, you'll be like, yes. <laughs> so you all, you already, you were like, you're gonna tell me to burn that. I shit. know. Burn I was like, shit. I was like, I already know she's gonna tell burn me to burn that day. shit. Yeah, burn that shit. Um, sometimes I'll burn it with bay leaves or cloves. Um, sometimes I'll grind up some orange peels and burn it with that. Um, burn that shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm definitely going to start running it. Yes. But something, oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Uh, Something, Uh, something else that I do, um, after I don't burn it. Why do you say sorry so often? We had this conversation the other day. We did have this conversation. And I was like, like, sorry again for saying sorry. And I was like, girl. I don't know. It's definitely something I'm working on. Please and thank you. It's definitely something I'm working on. Because I do say sorry a lot. And it's like, and you were like, what are you sorry for? (laughs) You were like, what are you sorry for? And I'm like, I don't know. And I was like, so you're sorry for you. You don't know why you're sorry. You're just sorry because? Okay. I was like, all right. Um, But go ahead. But something I do um, is that basically, oh, I do affirmations. So I don't burn it. But afterwards, I'll do an after affirmation specifically for that shadow work prompt Mm. so like let's say and i'll work i'll use that affirmation for like a week after or like you know like just to implement it even more and ingrain it so it's kind of like i release and then i like you replace replace yes so basically like let's say if i'm working on like if one of my shadow work questions is about abundance or something like my money problems, then I'll do an affirmation about that. Or like, let's say the one about like me releasing um, like trauma, then I'll say something about like, like, let's say right now me doing sorry, like saying sorry a lot. I can say like, oh, like there's no need for me to be sorry ever. Like just make an mm-hmm. affirmation specifically for that shadow work prompt. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I never... I never thought about that. Yeah, because it's kind of like you're releasing, but it's like, okay, well, what do I do now? And people always ask me, they're like, well, what do I do now? And now that I like release it, like people are always so confused. And I'm like, do an affirmation specifically for that for like a week or like a month or however long until it's ingrained so that it can for real, for real be ingrained. And then it's kind of like replacing your subconscious with something new too. Because once you release it, it is kind of like, okay, well now what? Now that I release it, now what? I normally just tell my mentees to throw ass. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, just go throw just some go ass. Throw some ass. <laughs> yeah, like, it's fine. It's Along fine. with throwing ass, say your affirmation say your aff- while you're throwing ass. <laughs> oh, yes! <laughs> okay. When you do your shadow work, do do that shit burn that shit throw that that ass ass. (laughs) and say your affirmations yeah yeah okay so we're gonna do a card of the month we're gonna be barbara was making her tea and i was like let me get shuffled up while barbara 
makes another cup of tea. But we're gonna be using the alchemy deck from Miss Kimmy Cranes. And actually, I'm gonna have Barbara pick the card. Ooh, I'm so excited. I'm gonna have Barbara pick the card. Um, you know, we we are a Kim Crane stand. So the creator mm. of this deck has four decks, and they are amazing when we're talking about shadow work, especially Ooh. the um, archetypes deck. Good. She 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 for real put, put her, her pussy, pussy in it. it. <laughs> for real. <laughs> For real. So I'll let you um, pick any card that you'd Ooh. like. And you know me, you guys. We pay homage to the creator. So we are going to be reading it straight from the guidebook. Um, while you pick a card, do you have like any questions when it comes to like Oracle, Tarot? Mm -mm -mm. Yes. So is there... So I know that there's a bunch of like different like Tarot decks, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Is there decks specifically for different things? Like you just said that this, this one, like there's one for shadow work. I didn't even know that there was one. So there are different, like people will create decks like specifically for shadow work or that mm -hmm. specifically have shadow work questions, right? Um, the way that she's handing me these cards <laughs> specifically for shadow work or like I even have an empowering question stick. Um, but it's just dependent on the creator. There are thousands and thousands and thousands, thousands of, of decks, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. um, even the one that I'm creating, it is, I've Ooh, never seen. Shh, don't tell anybody. Ooh. Um, like I'm creating something that no, like it's not out there. It's not. It's yeah. literally not out there. Like mm. no, and that was something that I really wanted to do. So it just it depends. Like there's mm. so much. Like if you go and look up like a shadow work tarot deck, somebody probably has one. Um, I don't think hers is specifically for shadow work, but it's like for healing. But right? it's for healing, mm. and it it hits in those ar archetypes where like we see the triggers, we see the traumas, and then she even does ask some questions, or she'll be like, to go deeper, do this this and this so i don't know if it's necessarily specifically for shadow work but it's a good deck to use when you're doing shadow work as well as this one and i'm excited to flip this joker over and see what we got Ooh, the blue temple the azura vault i've never so with her decks as well i um how she makes them she's very into you get you get it at the exact moment so mm. when we talk about like her decks i have not seen i haven't seen all of the cards in any of her decks except really? for her tarot deck um i haven't seen all of the cards in her deck. if i could find this joker um so this is this will be the first time that i'm reading it so I'll let you hold this card Ooh, of yay. the month. Um, so um, the blue temple, the celestial realm, the imagination, the expansiveness. Welcome to the blue temple, the home of the alchemical imagination. You have entered a space of new depths, new opportunities. Mm. The inner eyes open and you will become willing to see in a new way. Ooh. To understand this card, one must study blue itself. Mm. It is the celestial... <laughs> the ad <-libs. laughs> I love them. <laughs> it is the celestial color of the sky, the ocean, and the peacock's tail. Though potent blue slips away 
Through this color, our imagination threads together experiences both grim and glorious. Think blue films and blue ribbon. Uh, the halls of heaven and the horrorways of melancholy. We are taken into the depths of mood, of tone, of rhythm, and blues. The eternal mystery of blue will only deepen as we study it. And this is precisely the point. Leave the cerebral behind. Cloak yourself in a sapphire robe and sit quietly in the vault of mystery. Ooh. Once in a blue moon is a significant a phrase. If the blue temple card and the moon card appear together, take note the un likeliness of both we only pulled one though kim so it's okay um many people dismiss the azure vault as nonsense do not worry about them stay tuned to your own attendance to this card place a notice of how you feel mm. Mm. to go deeper look at the surrealist and the daddiest work and let your imagination roam to ponder Earth is the blue temple vault. Ooh, I loved it. Yes. What are you feeling when now that I've read that? Like, what do you feel? What what vibe are you catching with that? I love like it said the new beginnings part definitely, mm -hmm. and I love what remind me what chakra is blue? Blue is your uh, third eye crown. Third eye crown ish because mm. it's like indigo blue, blue. purple. Yeah. Mm. So it's definitely throat chakra, throat chakra. Yeah. So definitely like seeing things from like a new perspective. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that definitely resonates me a lot, yes. especially within like this new month. I feel like my big thing for this new month is to try to see things from a bigger perspective and not have just like a one, like such like a closed, like one eyed perspective to something i really want to look at things from like a wide perspective and see the beauty in all things but like see things from a wider perspective like everything's always happening for a reason you know and like but also speaking it because um mm. it's like i say so really blue is your throat chakra i just had to pull it up to make sure but mm -hmm. i say like because the blue and the indigo they like mm -hmm. mix and sometimes i get the confused so i'm just yeah. like it's third eye throat mm -hmm. but blue is really your throat chakra so mm. also expressing speaking and it. speaking mm. it Yes. Ooh, and I love that, especially because in the month of May, it's like so much reflection and speaking mm -hmm. everything out and releasing. Mm -hmm. So I love this. Yes. Um, how are you feeling about May as we wrap up? As we wrap up, how I'm are you feeling? I'm feeling really fucking good. I feel like it's, I've been, I haven't done, um, I haven't like released lately. Um, and I feel like I, I just love a good release, you know? I love, <laughs> you know I love a good release. Yeah, 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 so yeah. So I feel like I'm ready to release. I'm ready to, like, I low-key, I'm excited to be faced with, like, challenges in my life. Are you excited? I'm prepared. Or, okay. We had this problem with me and Barbara. She's told me, because I'm always like, I'm so excited, I'm so excited. And she's like, you need to start saying you're prepared, because if you're saying you're excited, it's kind of like, you're not speaking it into existence. Yeah, right? you, and it's saying that like you're ready for the unexpected. Yeah, but if you've prepared for it, 
it's like yeah you're you, already you're yeah, ready you're already ready yes you, so. but if you already <laughs> if you're stay ready you never have to get ready that is true right? i am prepared for may i'm very prepared I'm, I'm prepared to be faced with like being tested with what i'm working on mm-hmm, because i mm-hmm. feel like I want to show the universe, like, no, I've healed and, like, I'm doing the healing and, I like, you can be, test me because, like, I'm going to show up for it. Like, I'm going to put in the work mm. and I'm going to show that, like, you know, I'm passing the test and then I'm going to re- be rewarded the third week of May mm-hmm. with, you know, abundance and all of that stuff. So I am excited for it. I'm prepared for it. <laughs> I'm like, fuck, fuck, fuck. I think I'm most prepared for May to see everybody else's chaos. Mm. <laughs> you know, like, I thrive in chaos. And I um, I, I'm ready to see everybody else. I, I don't know. Um, I don't know why. But it's like, if you would have just, like, you know, wrote some shit, wrote down, some shit down, you wouldn't be in this that? situation. Mm-hmm. But, you know, here I am. Right. Let me help mm-hmm. you. I'm here for it. So I'm ready to see the chaos that the Celestials are going to be bringing to those that are not taking their journey seriously. And that's something mm-hmm. that I said um, a few episodes ago. I think it was more towards, not even a few. I think it was more towards the beginning of the year. This year, it, it's really going to show who's the fucking been doing the mm-hmm. work. It's really going to show who's been doing the fucking work. And if you haven't, and if you've just been healing aesthetically or, you know, just being, oh, I'm a spiritual Mm -hmm. baddie, like, and you're not doing the fucking work this year, Mm -hmm. (laughs) this year is going to fucking show you who is actually doing the work. Mm -hmm. And I, I think that's why I've been like, Driving in the yeah. chaos because I'm like, so you it's haven't showing been doing that it. you didn't do the work. Yeah. I can see it. Like, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what I'm most prepared for. And I said that at the beginning of the year. Like, May is the month. Like, March was the, it was like the final due date. Mm. But May is repo it's, time. <laughs> it's like, all right. All right. Like, like get let's your get shit it. together. Yes. Um, so when I end that, when we typically end the episode, um, I say my little slogan at the end, but I also want you to plug yourself because I, I need them to find you. I need them to go mm. listen to the episode for okay. your podcast mm-hmm. after or before they listen to my episode. So get, give us all of your tea. Yes. So you can find my podcast on Spotify. It's called Unapologetic Awakening. And you can check out, I'm going to be posting a podcast episode with Barbara Witch Bitch Tarot. So you can go check out that. We'll probably do a podcast episode regarding shadow work and for the month of May on how to better prepare yourself to release all that you need to release. So go check that out. And then you can also find me on TikTok at Saturnian Soul. And basically on my TikTok, it's kind of like you know, like a little introspection to me. I post a little bit about everything, but it's mainly a lot about just positive things, optimism, personal growth. And it's kind of like a little extra of what I'm already about on my podcast. You guys already know the drill over here. I couldn't do this without you, and I wouldn't want to. Make sure you head over to witchbitchero.com so you can see everything that I have to offer. 
Also, uh, we have the Spiritual Expansion Planner that is released for the month of May. Please get your early bird discount. Go ahead and head over and order it. Um, if you are not subscribed to this podcast, make sure that you subscribe on any platform that you are listening to. And if you like it and you love it, um, make sure that you give me a rating. I, I don't care if it's three stars, one star, five stars. Just rate the bitch, okay? Um, also, um, no, that, that's it. That's it. We're going to get a little bit closer. As you know, <laughs> hoes will be hoes. Bitches will be bitches. But you never really know when it comes to witches. Hey. Which bitch is which? And no, motherfucker, I do not sell owls. So stop <laughs> asking. Okay, say bye. Bye, guys. <laughs>